It's time for your Low Country Real Estate Market Update. It's the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Brian is one of the top 1% real estate agents in Charleston. Find him online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-400-8009. Now, broadcasting from the WTMA studios, here's your host, Brian Beatty. Good morning, Charleston, and welcome to another edition of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show here on the Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. I'm, of course, your host, Brian Beatty. Interesting news this week. Are we close to or have we already seen the bottom of the real estate market? Some interesting comments made uh, by the Fed Chairman uh, Powell this week. So I want to share that. I want to talk about just the market in general right now. We have so many questions coming in about where we think the market is headed. Is it going to go up still? Are we flat? Is it going down? What should I do? Should I buy? Should I wait? Should I sell? There, you know, it's it's a challenging market. It's challenging to navigate. But that's the point of this show is to help you better understand what's happening in the world of real estate, not just nationally and not just regionally, but here locally here in Charleston, South Carolina, so that you can make informed decisions. So we're going to talk first kind of broad strokes about the real estate market in general. I then want to get local. I want to talk about what's happening in each of the three different counties here in Charleston. Uh, and so after we talk about the market, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, there was this big push by good old sleepy Joe Biden to uh, reinvigorate the middle class, right? Coal miner Joe. And really what has happened is he's made it more challenging for people that uh, are, are low to middle income earners to afford a house. And so I want to go into that. I want to talk about why. Uh, I want to talk about how that's impacting the market. We're going to talk about the massive shortage of homes that we have, not just here locally, but nationwide and how that's impacting the market. And then a little bit later on, I want to switch gears. I want to talk about you know some ideal scenarios because everybody, everybody is interest rate sensitive right now. It's the biggest hurdle that people have for those that maybe want to sell and buy another home. They just can't really make sense out of it. I want to talk about a few different ideas there. I want to talk about the idea of keeping your existing home and renting it and buying another home if you have the ability to do so. I want to talk about you know how we as a real estate team are trying to make life easier and more affordable for folks in this challenging market. So, you know, we, we can help you get an interest rate in the fours. We can help you with a lower commission rate when you sell your house. We can actually pay your moving expenses for you and do a few other incentives that just make this process a lot easier for folks. I want to talk about that toward the end of the show, but let's kind of jump right into it. But very quickly, if you'd like to reach out to me, if you have some questions about the real estate market, if you're thinking, you know what, I, I would like to make a move. I just need for you know, kind of the stars to align. I need for things to make sense for me in order for me to make this move. Let's talk about some of the opportunities we have that are off market. Let's talk about how we can help you find off market deals. Let's talk about how we can get you lower interest rates uh, and, and everything that kind of encompasses the process of buying, selling, investing, managing, or even getting into the real estate business. So feel free to give me a call, 843-800-0065. That's my cell. You can call or text 843-800-0065 or 
listingsincharleston.com is my website, listingsincharleston.com. A lot of great information on there, more than just the ability to search homes for sale, which frankly you can do anywhere, Uh, but you can find out what your home is worth. You can find out how many buyers we have for your home right now. A lot of great resources, blogs, things we've put together as just informational resources. So listingsincharleston.com. So here's here's where I want to start. This was a comment, quote, we now see housing putting in a bottom and maybe moving up a bit. We're watching that situation carefully. So that's what Fed Chairman Powell said on Wednesday at his press conference where he made an announcement that the Federal Reserve would not be changing interest rates in June. He said it was a temporary skip, quote unquote, leaving open, of course, you know, the opportunity for future rate hikes. But in another quote, he said, and and here's where it starts, housing is certainly very interest rate sensitive. It's one of the first places that is either helped by low rates or held back by higher rates. And we certainly saw that over the course of the last year. We now see housing putting in a bottom and maybe moving up a bit. We're watching the situation carefully. I do think we'll see rents and house prices filtering into housing services inflation, which basically means the overall cost uh, or housing costs as, as tracked by the consumer price index. And we'll talk about that in a little bit too. And I don't see them coming up quickly. I see them wandering around at a low level. So, you know, a lot of people are dissecting this comment. You've, you know, as soon as he said it, you've got, uh, you know, articles left, right, and center uh, with regard to what that means for the overall state of the housing market. Now, he didn't specify, just to be clear, that if he thought whether, you know, the housing market activity had bottomed or if he meant U.S. home prices had bottomed. But what's nice about it is it's a really stark contrast from last year. You know, Powell had repeatedly made some pretty bearish comments uh, on housing. In fact, if you look back at June in 2021, Powell was, he had told reporters that mortgage rates would help to reset the housing market and that we need to kind of go back to a place where housing supply and housing demand are back together and where inflation is down low again and mortgage rates are low again. That was a quote from him. Then in September of 2021, he said that they had officially entered into a, quote, difficult housing correction that would restore balance to the market. Then fast forward to November of 2022, he went a step further and said that a, quote, housing bubble had formed during the pandemic, you know, the the coronavirus and everything that happened with this whole work from anywhere movement. In fact, he said, and this is another quote, coming out of the pandemic, mortgage rates were very low. People wanted to buy houses. They wanted to get out of the cities and buy houses in suburbs because of COVID. So you really had a housing bubble. You had housing prices going up at very unsustainable levels and overheating and that kind of thing. So now the housing market will go through the other side of that and hopefully come out in a better place between supply and demand. So some interesting comments made by Powell, they seem to believe that, uh, you know, things are on the correction course, maybe even already there, maybe we've already bottomed. And and here's why uh, this, this information that we tend to rely on, on a national perspective, is a bit challenging, right? Housing inflation, we all know, it's been stubbornly high for months, especially according to CPI data. You know, a lot of people think that it's it's peaked. It's on the precipice of a reversal. 
you know, housing is, if you don't know, housing is one of the most influential components of the consumer price index, which is you know, basically a measurement of, of inflation, right? So it's because the cost of shelter is the greatest expenditure for a typical American household. It makes up about one third of what CPI weighs more than any other uh, consumer product or service. So it has kind of a disproportionate impact on overall inflation figures. I mean, there's there are eight different categories or groups um, that the CPI tracks, and it's food and beverages, housing, apparel, transportation, medical care, recreation, education and communication, and then other goods and services, which is like tobacco and smoking products and haircuts and other personal services, funeral services, things like that. So regarding housing inflation being near at not at the end of it kind of being near at hand, um, Mark Zando, who is the chief economist at Moody's Analytics, said, I know this with a high degree of confidence regarding falling housing inflation. So, you know, prior to the coronavirus and, and that the whole pandemic that we went through prices in the housing market were relatively stable. I mean, yes, they were going up, but at a somewhat sustainable level. And we had significantly more inventory nationwide than we do now. We have significantly more inventory than we do locally right now. But obviously COVID-19 just triggered this dramatic shift. I mean, housing prices began to climb rapidly. Um, They've obviously slowed since then. And in some instances, in some parts of the country, even some little pockets of Charleston, have started to decrease. You know, if you look at the, and and a great way of kind of looking at this is, let's look at rent. You know, data from Zillow, they they have a Zillow observed rent index. And it shows that rents increased by uh, about 5% from May of 2021 to May of 2022, which was significantly high. I'm sorry, from 2022 to 2023. The year before that, it had increased 16%. So it's obviously, it signifies a, you know, a marked decrease in rental costs over the past year in comparison to how much they rose the year before, but rents are still through the roof. But here's the real problem. If we're going to try and use CPI as like a measurement tool for the housing market, it doesn't capture price trends in real time. It operates with a substantial lag, meaning it can take six months to a year for a decline in current housing prices to fully feed through all of the inflation data that they gathered. And so it's it's based on the way that they collect data from the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. So basically, here's what they do. They collect rent data from sample households every six months, and then they divide those households into six different subgroups, which they refer to as panels. So each panel's data is collected in a staggered fashion. So like as an example, panel one collects its data in January and July. Panel two collects it in February and August and so on and so on and so forth. So this method of data collection basically just means that it can take up for up to a year for panels to kind of gather all of the data and then decipher it all. And what's interesting is there's this additional kind of measurement quirk uh, relative to housing inflation. And so uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics tries to assess price changes for homeowners as well as renters in a subcategory called owner's equivalent 
rent. So it, it basically reflects the amount a homeowner would pay in rent to live in their house, assuming it was leased instead of owned. So it also includes data from like a, you know, a homeowner survey, which, you know, they ask how much do they believe they could rent their property for. Um, and, and for a lot of homeowners, <clears throat> they've got 3% interest rates, sometimes below 3% interest rates. They're not feeling these inflationary pressures as much as people are that are renting or maybe they, they own their first home that they bought. They've outgrown it. They need more space. They want to be in a better location. Maybe they're starting to have kids. Maybe they want a better school district. Whatever the case may be, it's extremely challenging for them. So when I come back, I want to talk about how all of these changes that we've experienced in the market over the past few years are really hurting the middle class and what we can do about that. So stick around. This is the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. And remember, if you want to reach out to me, you want to learn more about our incentives and the ways that we're helping people save money, save time, and just make this process a lot smoother, a lot easier for them, feel free to give me a call. 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or check us out online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hear the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show every Saturday morning at 9 and each Sunday morning at 10 on 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com.